Welcome to the very first episode of Worries and Wisdom for Parents and Kids. I'm so excited to be getting this project underway. This podcast will talk about circumstances that can bring up worries for parents and their kids and some strategies for responding. I'm your host, Amanda Grant. I am a wife and mother and have worked in the field of special education for 13 years. I have spent many years working with students who felt anxious as well as learning about my own anxiety. My hope in starting this podcast is that sharing some of my experiences and ideas will help you and your kids know that you aren't alone. Today's episode is about back to school time. This time of year is apt to bring about some worries for both kids and their parents. And given the current situation of COVID-19, those anxieties are obviously heightened for many, especially given the uncertainty about what that return will look and feel like. Even if you or your child has never experienced back-to-school anxiety before, you might see it pop up this fall. If you happened to have grown up with a get-over-it-and-get-on-with-it sort of mentality, then when your child exhibits signs of anxiety, whether about back-to-school or any other type of transition or new adventure, your first reaction is probably to want the anxiety to just go away. I know I have experienced this for sure. You may feel yourself ready to tell your child or teen things like, there's nothing to be worried about, don't be silly, you'll have to do it anyway, don't be ridiculous, you are stronger than this. But the next part of this episode hopefully will help guide you towards some alternative responses. First, pause and acknowledge your own feelings and reaction to your child's anxiety. You can model accepting challenging feelings for them. Maybe there is a worry under your reaction, such as, if my child can't do this, then how will they ever be able to do this that you know is important in the future? Whatever it is, acknowledge it and accept your feelings with lots of self-compassion. If your child's anxious reaction is especially intense, try to take a little bit of a breather and do some breathing exercises and really try to get calm and centered before returning. Create a safe space to hold your child's anxiety with them. Tell them it's okay to feel the way that they do, that every feeling is valid and okay. If your child feels like you don't approve of their feelings and then they try to bury them, they're likely to just get bigger and cause more problems. They may end up feeling ashamed or guilty about how they're feeling and nobody ever feels braver or like opening up when they are feeling down about themselves. When you feel like your child has calmed enough and is in a state to be more open to some strategies and problem solving, encourage your child to ask you any of their specific questions or tell you about any specific fears they have associated with whatever is upsetting them. For example, my young son has had many medical appointments in his life and he now exhibits a lot of very upset anxiety when we have an appointment or have to see a doctor of any kind. This has been really helpful for us. Um, He asks the same questions all the time. Mommy, do you get to stay with me? Mommy, will the people be wearing masks? Mommy, am I going to get poked? Meaning, is he going to have blood work? Um, But the more I can tell him about the answers to his questions, the better it is. Address each of your child's specifics as honestly as you can, even if you know the answer might upset them. The truth is better. They need to be able to trust you. If they can't come up with any questions themselves, try to walk them through whatever will happen with the detail that you do know. If you don't know the answer to a question, tell them that honestly. If your child becomes agitated again during this part of the conversation, 
stop trying to use logic and go back to accepting feelings. When they're really upset, they just can't process the logic. Neither can you. Next, ask your child what the positive aspects of the situation they are worried about might be. If they can't think of any, try to add some of your own to get them started. If you're both truly stuck, you could come up with a plan together about something positive or relaxing you could do together or that your child could do on their own after the situation's finished. It might also help to bring the discussion of possible positive aspects up again at another time that has more distance from the upset. Depending on your child's age, try to show them that they can have both anxious and positive feelings about a situation. For instance, maybe they are anxious about getting on a new bus route to school or the driver wearing a mask, but they're also looking forward to seeing their friends or a favorite teacher or subject at school. You can help your child understand this by giving them examples of other situations where you can prove to them that they have had two or more feelings about a situation like being really tired and kind of crabby, but also having lots of fun with their friends at a sleepover. Now, hopefully you can lead them to the idea that they may feel both anxious and positive feelings at different parts of their day, and that is okay, or to feel multiple things at the same time. The anxiety is their brain trying to keep them in a safe little bubble. If they stay there though, they will miss out on a lot of fun, positive things too. I hope you found something that I said useful today, something maybe you can try out. I'd love to hear your comments and feedback, especially if you do try some of these ideas. And if you have other situations you would like to see addressed on the show, I would love to hear them. You can email me at worriesandwisdomwithamanda at gmail.com. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate it. Until next time, I'm sending you love and peace. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and write a review. Bye for now.